Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, host of the Dream Chasers podcast, and this is your Next Level Weekly Update. We have a surprise for you guys this week. Now, normally the Next Level Weekly Update is anywhere from four to, I'd say, no more than 10 minutes long. This time we got a little bit longer than that. I think this recording is about 35, 40 minutes long, and I should say, is probably one of the more valuable next level weekly updates we've done. One, obviously, because you can just fit much more content in a time frame of 30 to 40 minutes, because me and our guest, Yona Weiss, discuss launching his first podcast. Now, Yona's been a guest on many different shows. I think he mentions in our phone call, he's been on over 50 shows. He's been on Dream Chasers. His name and his face continue to pop up everywhere. So it was really a pretty big honor to have him hop on the phone with me. And then we recorded our conversation on his end, just so that way we could capture the value that was exchanged back and forth. So if you're tuned in right now and you're thinking about launching your own podcast, or you know someone who's thinking about launching their own show, please, please share this episode, share this next level weekly update. I keep getting confused confused in my head because I want to call it a weekly update, but it more, much more certainly is an episode just again because of the length. So sit back, enjoy, and please again, share this information with anyone in your network that's looking to launch their own podcast or anyone who is a podcaster. Um, I'm sure this episode could still a lot of, add a lot of value to their life. And who knows, we'll just continue to uh, reach out, build bridges and take everyone to the next level. So once again, thank you for tuning in. Here we go. And you know what? I just remembered I got to take a screenshot of us too because I haven't done my CRE challenge uh, post yet for the day. So I'm on the phone with the legend himself. Okay, we'll see. I'll get one too. We'll see if we can, uh, whose one will come out better. (laughs) All right, sounds good. Screenshot now. All right. Cool. Um, So yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about you creating your own podcast. You have plenty of experience. So I feel like you've definitely got a head start start over most that have that question right, right. so um yeah i mean i love doing the podcast i've been i've been on like 50 at least at 50 least. um so for me it feels like i already like have a podcast in a way because i've already been on so many and you know the topics have changed up from time to time as well which has been good like on your podcast we talked about like totally different stuff than what uh i normally talk about but I'm feeling, you know, you obviously have a lot of experience in creating podcasts because how many podcasts do you yourself have and then Correct. how many have you created for others? Two that I host, um, three that I that you could say I produce and uh, might even be producing a fourth one here soon, but that would definitely wouldn't be till 2020. So. Okay. So, I mean, you seem like uh, the right guy to talk to uh, about this, which is why I wanted to you know, speak to you about this idea is what came into my head. I started, we, you know, officially started a podcast uh, last week or two weeks ago with Bobby Sharma. We, we hosted a joint podcast called The Higher Profits with Yona okay. and Bobby, which really, I'm not really doing anything except uh-huh. uh, you know, trying to arrange some guests and, and being on the show asking questions. So I really have no idea what's going on with that. If it's even live, I know it's on YouTube. I don't know if it's on any other channels. If we have a website, I don't know anything. But I realized that, you know, what's really blocking me, and I think maybe you can help me work through some of these things, is, you know, I've heard it's so easy to start a podcast, right? All you need to do is just like get onto Stitcher or whatever, uh, Anchor, and there's like these things, just 
hit record and that's it. You have a podcast. But to me, it doesn't seem like, and I'm not a perfectionist in mm-hmm. any way, but I feel like if I want to do something, I want to do it right. Right? Uh, in, in, in Yiddish, we say, right? you do it, the first time you do it, you want to do it to, to do it right. Right? You want to right. do it the, in the first case, um, the best case. So for me, that seems there's, there is some necessary preparations that are involved. So what are those preparations that are necessary and how much time involvement is that actually going to look like? That's really want to clean mm-hmm. up here. Yeah. So you're in what, in regards to what you said about doing it right or as best as you can that first time you have a few options and that also just comes down to, as you mentioned, time, um, capital. Did you, did, you know, did you plan on putting any money into it to get it started? Um, because I'll start with that. If that is the case, you did want to, um, put some, some financing into it. Uh, take some notes here. I'm saying, sure. Let me get a piece of paper here. I should have prepared. Let me get a piece of paper. One second. Get some mm-hmm. notes. Okay, we're good. All right. All right. Let's do it. Um, because <clears throat> there's yeah, there's definitely two two approaches here, and I'll start with the one with, which is kind of investing into the show from the beginning. Right. Uh, three individuals that I know that would be even more of a wealth of knowledge and and getting you started would be. Um, there's an individual named Spencer Shaw. Uh, he's been a guest on MC Lobster's, Lobster's show before, and he's actually he's a former Dream Chaser as well. Um, so Spencer Shaw has a firm that you know that's that's what they do is they get individuals who are ready to invest and set their show up and kick right. it off with a bang. And I think you might even it might even be at the commercial level, meaning it would be like a show for Madison Specs, maybe not even for for Yona. Um, individual, there's some of them, I'm sure, you know, Josh McCallan and Eric Cabral, mm-hmm. uh, again, part of the cash flow, um, cash flow ninja community. And those two did a great job of, um, from getting to know Josh, basically sitting at the, at the, uh, feed of MC <laughs> taking notes and then replicating what MC has done, but mm-hmm. definitely getting off to a quicker start with their show capital hacking than, um, I'm sure. Not that MC probably got off to a slow start, but you know what they learned from him, they've been able to apply through also investing in the show. Okay. Um, and third person who um, I've had him on my show, I know you were on his, and he's cranking out like an, at least an episode a day, if not more. His name's Gresham Har- Harkless with Blue Sixteen Media, right, right, right. and there's been so many things. Uh, every time I have a conversation with Gresham, there's something that I take away from it, and I'm able to apply to my show and make my show better. So he just mm-hmm. knows a ton about podcasting. Um, okay. So now in regards to how, <clears throat> how I do it, how I got started, basically the, the pro bono way is, right. uh, well, you know, when I first started, I was just uploading to YouTube, Facebook, and I want to say SoundCloud. And then Gresham, who I just referenced, actually put mm-hmm. me on Anchor a little over a year ago. And my mind was blown how easy it was to upload my, my MP3s or, or WAV files after I was done editing, how easy it was to just upload it to Anchor, and next thing you know, your voice is going across 12 different platforms. So that's what you do. And so that's what you do, not currently. <clears throat> that's what I use is Anchor. Anchor, I even use Anchor as when someone asks for the website for my podcast, the Anchor landing page is very professional and 
um, you know, really serves as a homepage for the show because you can go any direction from Anchor uh, in regards to other platforms. Interesting. Now, and is that um, is that paid? Anchor is a paid platform, or it's uh, it's free. It's free, it's and they free. even uh, depending on your reach, they offer you the opportunity to advertise on their behalf, or they have sponsors, and you can do little, you know, 10, 15, 30 second clips that, depending on how many plays or downloads you get, um, they compensate you for it. I, I haven't done that with, with Anchor uh, just because I'm working on keeping my show ad-free. And when I, right. if and when I ever do go to ads, I want it to be something that Has I really value. believe in right. or stand for rather than just like, hey, buy this vitamin. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I get so that. Anchor's, and it's, it's the most user-friendly out there that I've seen. Um, Spotify bought Anchor like six months ago, which is a huge, which is That's just writing on the wall, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, um, and I'm sure you've probably heard this too, but the podcast industry is on pace to be valued over a billion dollars by 2021. So, I keep telling people it's with that being a, a forecasted stat, still actually really early to get started. Believe it or not, it's it's actually not too late. So, um, to catch the wave. Okay. <clears throat> so that's some information and um, I'm, I'm thinking now in regards to recording and editing, you know, that's the other piece that we haven't really covered here yet. So I don't know if that's so, and, and you feel just before we get to the recording, cause that is a huge component of it. I mean, you feel like that's enough in terms of like the anchor landing page um, or is it necessary to create your own website? And okay. Yeah, I think it is. There is a certain value to creating your own, still creating your own URL, your own website. And it's something that is certainly in the future of Dream Chasers. Because I look at, um, this is just an example, but you look at someone, for example, like Alex Jones, whose voice was everywhere. And then he probably said some things that a lot of people didn't like. And next thing you know, like really the only way you can listen to him is if you go to his like website, basically. And so depending on what you're talking about on your show, if whatever platform you're using doesn't like what you're saying, you could potentially, you know, lose your listeners by not having your own platform. So Got it. Makes sense. Uh, just, you know, one thing to keep in mind. And uh, I'll say this too, though. I'm not sure if they got their website up and running yet, but for the first at least you know, 40 episodes, if not more, Capital Hacking, which is a really good show, which is Josh McCallan and Eric Cabral's show. They use Anchor as their homepage and landing page for um, for the show. So Interesting. Okay. it is yeah, considered he, professional. Okay. He actually just, um, he's been wanting me to get on the show for a long time. <laughs> they and, do. Yeah, they do a great job. So and, uh, I'm sure you'll be on there. He just emailed me yesterday again to do it. And I'm just, whatever. We'll see. <laughs> He, 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 the, the real problem, I mean, it's, I would love to be on a show. I love podcasting. It just, it's really, um, it's more of a, a, what's the word? A coordination timing issue than anything else. Yeah. Cause they yeah. do a lot of it in house and they like to record on Fridays and it's just like almost impossible for me. Even when I am local, um, Fridays is just like impossibility most of the time. So right. whatever. And I'm sure you, you've got like calendly or schedule once that's definitely, you know, something you could, Right, exactly. So that was actually going to be the next part of the equation. I mean, even before we get to the record, I think we're working backwards, but I think it's good because it's more the bigger picture. I mean, you could have started just take out your phone or take out a webcam like we're doing right now, Zoom meeting, hit record, and then you're good to go. Like that's the, to me, that's the easiest part of it. 
Mm-hmm. Right? I have no problem doing that. I could call up, I could send out an e-blast, I could send out to everyone I know, would you like to go on my podcast and just record it? But I feel like, you know, I send them a Calendly link and just have it scheduled out like that. But I feel like I'm missing a big component of it without number one, like building some sort of a brand to it. Mm-hmm. And number two, having all of those, you know, the other parts of it, what we just talked about, you know, having the, the editing and having the, um, you know, the platform or platforms <clears throat> to, um, what's the word? Put it out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> well, uh, distribute maybe. Distribute, yeah. Uh, you just reminded me though, also one thing that I do, and this is a little bit, I'm thinking about it. It's something that I should probably take a closer look into just so I know what's under the hood. But uh, my VA, um, do you get the Dream Chasers emails when they go out? Yes. In fact, I get them to, to two different email addresses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I had my VA set that up and she was able to go into my anchor somehow. And there's somehow anchor um, coll- is collab- collaborates, I guess that could be the word, with MailChimp where I think she only has to click a few buttons and then it basically just copy pastes the message for the email. So that way she doesn't have to type it up every time. Wow. That's incredible. And do you have to, and you don't have to like create and you don't have to create any copy for that or any kind of branding for that e-blast. No. Yeah. It it just like the e-blast goes out and it kind of pushes everyone towards listening on anchor. Um, But again, once you click the link, then it's like, here, you can listen on these other platforms too. Right. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. And so that's actually, yeah, that's good for viewership too. I mean, cause a lot of the times people don't click or don't listen, but for them to see you twice a week and know that you're creating is right. very Absolutely. helpful. Yeah. 100%. I want to just backtrack a second cause you mentioned something where we just kind of gloss over that, but no way you mentioned <laughs> you you, you had your VA like set that up. So I want to focus on that for a minute because you know, obviously you have a VA what is that experience like for you? Have you gone through multiple, because I've heard some bad experiences from people, um, you know, if you have any recommendations and then what do they actually do for you and what, you know, what is the cost of, of something like that? Right. Well, I know her and I, what we're working on now is really, I believe I'm the first client of hers to, for her to work on my email list. Basically that's what she manages is all of my emails. And so, I don't want to quote a price out there and then no. have her be stuck, you no, know, because no. no, <laughs> I want her to, you know, charge, charge more than her <laughs> once more people start coming on. Right. Okay. But there um, are, you know, obviously there, there's a range and there's millions, I don't know, I want to say millions, but you know, thousands of, of VA. It companies. seems like millions sometimes. Right? I get, I've been hit up so many times. <laughs> um, I mean, thankfully I, I really did find her in a pretty organic way. Um, when I was a realtor, I got a, I got a cold call from a VA uh, and it was funny because she was calling on behalf of another realtor in my office. And I'm like, wait, how did you get my number? <laughs> but I started talking to her and I, I made friends with that VA cause I thought she was doing a good job. And then she ultimately introduced me to the one that I work with now. Um, her name is Rena and um, Rena and I, you know, we've had some growing pains, but we've known each other for over a year now. And anytime I need just really like a little task done, even outside of the emails, um, I'm able to just reach out to her and she's normally pretty responsive and gets the job done. Okay. She knows. And if she ever does hear this recording, like sometimes I got to kick her in the butt a little bit to, to get it done. So, you know, a little, little, little heads up for anyone that, that would, might want to work with Rena, but at the end of the day, she gets the job done and I'm sure she could take on some new clients if anyone 
that is listening to this is interested. Okay. So in, in, in say you're saying she just, she basically manages your email list. I mean, in sending, Correct, out the, yeah. um, sending out the, the email the podcast. Me- yeah. And then I have a monthly, <clears throat> I guess you could say monthly newsletter that goes out as well that she, um, you know, she does, she does it all. Don't tell anyone that. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> but everyone does that. But does she, I know, yeah. does she is she also involved in uh, coordinating your guests or do you do that? Um, I, I still handle that. I think that I'd like definitely long-term vision for dream chasers. And I'd say probably for anyone who's trying to kill it in regards to what you're thinking, you definitely want to have that as an end goal. I'd like to get to a point where I, all I really do have to do is just pull up the microphone and, and talk. Uh, but for now I handle all the scheduling and, um, yeah, basically okay. every aspect of creating the show. Okay. So it sounds like that, the the way that anchor works and and the way that you have the VA set up it seems like a pretty great way to um, yeah you know, to kind of I'd say that. I spend anywhere from three to four hours a week working on dream chasers when I first started there's definitely more than that so because you just got to get the snowball rolling so what are those out what are those hours consist of I'd love to hear that I'd say about an hour and a half um, at the most for editing. Um, yeah, about an hour and a half to edit an episode. Well, recording also, right? Uh, oh, recording, correct, which is, you know, 45 minutes. Right. And then uh, the remaining time would be posting and sharing. And then I do also create like, uh, a weekly update every week, and that takes me roughly an hour to, to flip around. So, yeah, yeah, about probably about four hours mm-hmm. a week to to do that to do that okay and and the scheduling you said that she you're doing still but um that it could be turned over but yeah i have seen like i said since i've been on on like over 50 podcasts oh you've seen it all you probably seen, seen more yeah, than me <laughs> i've seen so many different ways that people handle it and i see you know best practices and what i consider you know, more professional or less professional you know so it um you know, I'd obviously want to come out from the gate, from the starting gate, you know, as professional as I can mm-hmm. and, and have things set up with systems in place so that I can just let it flow and do what I love to do, which is talking to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I definitely think if you've got, if you got the time, cause I know mm-hmm. you're probably going to hop on LinkedIn right after this and <laughs> keep the ball rolling. But if you got time to invest, yeah, like I just said, about four hours a week, um, go for it starting it on your own just because then you'll learn a lot more. Mm-hmm. But um, if you are looking to just have a brand spanking new Mercedes-Benz right out of the garage, then you know, reach out to one of those three guys that I mentioned. Got it. Okay. Can we touch on the, the recording and editing for, for a couple minutes? And we lost your video. Oh, yep. Hold on. So, there you go. There you go. Incoming call. Um, Recording and yes, yes, good catch. Recording and editing. Let's let's so touch the, on that. And yeah, this is this is where advisory wise, it's, it's um, for me. It, it, I'm not. I'm going to be able to explain to you how I do it, but how I do it, I've also been doing since I was in university because I studied uh, broadcast journalism. So Adobe Premiere is how I edit all of my shows. Um, there's plenty of tutorials on YouTube, for example, in regards to using Adobe Premiere or any of the really Adobe products. Um, 
But outside of that, what I know a lot of individuals use that aren't as, um, don't have as much experience are GarageBand if they have um, yeah, a Mac. That. And then if you have a PC, Audacity. And those are both very, very user-friendly as well. You can record onto it. Or for example, if you're recording on like this call, you can drag the audio into those programs, cut, splice, edit, however you like, put in, you know, download sound effects or whatever. And you get to, you can see the linear picture essentially of the show right. in you those platforms. In, uh, so. You put in intros and outros and all that kind of stuff. Right. Right. So yeah, GarageBand, Audacity, both very user-friendly and I guarantee there's like probably thousands of videos on how to use them to get started with a podcast too. And you record uh, video with your, um, your podcast or you just do audio? I'm audio only. Um, sometimes I'll have individuals hop on with video just because, uh, it's, uh, you know, they, that's just how sure. they always do yeah. it. Uh, I prefer audio only for only for one reason, because I do think it helps the, sometimes it helps the quality of the conversation for the two to be able to see each other. I'm sure you've probably observed that. Um, you mean video? Do, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Did I? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, no, of course. Yeah, have, I agree. To have the video up. This is all, yeah, this is all just preference, having video up, audio only, etc. I like audio only because it makes it easier sometimes for my guests to be interviewed because maybe they are busy and they don't have time to get pretty or whatever. Right. I just had someone on the other day who was like, oh, I'm so happy you do audio only because I just got back from the gym. Like, right, of course. And, uh, and then also, depending on the connection of the internet too, when you go audio only, there's way less of a chance of uh, any type of disruption with the connection. Got it. And so do you, do you use a, a specific platform? I mean, it was a while when we recorded that. I don't remember what you used. Do you use Zoom or do you use something else like as a platform to record that? Because you mentioned mm -hmm. Audacity or whatever, but that you're recording. Those are for editing that, though, yeah. Just for editing itself. Okay. Right. I kind of like transition into the, um, into the re recording of it. But yeah. Yeah. No, you're, that's, that's good. Um, so I've kind of gravitated back towards Zoom. For a while, I was using a platform called Zencaster. And Zencaster is really, it still is a really good platform and it provides high quality recordings on both ends, which can help a lot. Okay. Um, basically, what Zencaster does is it records my audio on a server closer to me and it records your audio on a server closer to you. And then when the recording is done, you have two uh, MP3 files that are, you know, but you have to kind of sometimes line up together, which is why I stopped using it because um, the conversation would glitch here and there. Interesting. But either way, it was higher quality, but it was just a little bit too much of a pain. And then also Zencaster, you have to be on a PC. So then my guests sometimes wouldn't be able to join because wow. maybe they could only call in by phone. Right. Um, so that's why I definitely am a big fan of Zoom. And there's another one out there similar to Zencaster. And it's slipping my mind now, but it's actually, in my opinion, is even better than Zencaster. But it's a, again, you have to have like Google Chrome and you got to be in front of the computers in order to right. use it. Okay. So you do the, you know, you do the recording video up, you know, using video, not using video, you do that through zoom or another uh, Zencaster, another type of platform. And I, and I think I've been on all of them, you know, all of the above. And I, I can't even remember how many I've been, but I've definitely been on, on uh, Zencaster. I've definitely been on, um, you know, Zoom is the majority, I would say, use mm -hmm. that, the vast majority. It's just incredible, you know, platform and the software. 
allows you to do. Um, so then, you know, once you take, get that recording, you spend the time editing it, you do your thing. You know, obviously you said you, you started putting on YouTube, but I mean, I've seen people put just the recording, the audio recording on YouTube. Um, have you, yeah. I don't get that, but I, <laughs> no, yeah, it, it actually, so <clears throat> believe it or not, it does help. And it's one thing that I've shied away from because for me to get my audio recordings on YouTube actually took like at least another hour. Um, if not more of work because of, I guess, because I'm a perfectionist. And so I, I was editing them using Adobe Premiere. There's other ways you can just like click and drop and boom, next thing you know, your video's up on YouTube. But the quality of the video, it just wasn't what I wanted. So I was like, you know what, just forget it. I'm just done with YouTube. At the same time, um, I do post videos on YouTube and, and Facebook still for the Lieberland show, which is the mm -hmm. other show that I produce. Um, those videos are much quicker and easier for me to flip around. And mm -hmm. that's actually where we get 90% of our listenership is on mm -hmm. Facebook and YouTube. And I think it's just because, um, I actually, I don't know why, but that is the case. I mean, cause people are on Facebook. That's yeah, really... I think it's, be it's also cause Lieberland already had subscribers and a following on the YouTube channel and Facebook prior to me creating the show. So actually that's interesting. That's an interesting, yeah. uh, that's actually a very interesting note that you say, you know, create the following before the podcast. And I, I believe it or not, I think that's probably one of the big reasons what's pushing me to do the podcast is because I've already have this big following, albeit not with any Facebook group or anything like that, but through LinkedIn and you know, whatever it is, I have a yeah. big following. I think you're in a great position. Would, would appreciate, you know, the value that I could produce through, uh, through a podcast. Um, there was another question that I wanted to ask you about the, um, about the video. You mentioned Facebook. Do you do Facebook live ever through the podcast? Cause I've done that a couple times. Okay. And I actually haven't, but it's interesting. I know it's, it's yeah. Cause it seems like Facebook. they're, they're doing just Facebook live and then they're just posting, I guess. Yeah. I, I've never done a Facebook live before, so I don't even know how it works, but I, oh, assume, okay. I assume that, you know, you just, there's a place. We on should do Facebook one sometimes. <laughs> Maybe we can do one now. Just click, you know. Um, we'll transition after the Zoom call just to go on. And um, but I think, yeah. but I, I, I mean, I could do that. But then it, what? What happens at that point? Then it just, I guess, the video is recorded to Facebook, or you can record simultaneously, Zoom and Facebook. Hmm. And you probably can. I never thought about that, but I'm sure you can record them both at the same time. It'll probably take a little bit more. I mean, I did Juice that from your last week with, uh, Chris, with Chris Salerno I, um, out, of, out of Charlotte. He had me and he, we did a Zoom call and he's like, okay, we're getting the Facebook Live. And I guess Facebook integrates with Zoom because on the actual Zoom screen at the top, it said Facebook Live on it. Okay. So there must be an integration in, in Zoom itself to, uh, to do a Facebook Live. Well, that's good to know. Um, cause I didn't know that. So now I learned something <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Facebook, I haven't, I haven't gotten into too much probably cause I'm a millennial and more of us are on Instagram, <laughs> but, uh, no, Facebook would be an interesting platform to kind of test the waters with, especially with live, because I'm sure you've seen, you know, thousands, I've seen so many people getting, building their following because they do a live video like at mm -hmm. least once a week. So right. something to consider.
Um, okay. Um, so I have to look into that also. Facebook, Zoom integration. This has been incredibly valuable. So in the end of the day, if I'm just doing it personally, I'm not looking, practically speaking, I'm not looking to do a corporate thing. I'm not even I'm not looking to do a, a cost segregation podcast, in case you're wondering. Okay. Right? Nice. Not, well, I'm sure you're tired of talking about that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, listen, I've, I've been on, you know, 50, and I'm sure I'm going to be on more. I'm already invited next week to another two. So just try to get on as many as I can, but at the same, but I don't want, I've experienced so many podcasts that I know more what I want to do and what I don't want to do. Right. And so that's probably why I've, I've been waiting so long to, to, to kind of work things out with myself, figure out like a script of some sorts and, and a platform, a kind of um, a model, if you will, mm-hmm. of how, how each show would go. And I know you have the same thing. You have like, you know, three questions at the end that, you know, everyone gets asked the same questions. And these are very valuable things. And a lot of people have that. So, um, so I'm just in the middle of creating that. So once I have that created, let's say I have a script, I have what I want to do. I have a list of guests in my mind. I have a Calendly account. I'll set it up, you know, with, uh, you know, the podcast dates to do, mm-hmm. um, open an anchor account. Yep. There you go. Right. Open an anchor account. Get yeah. a name. Got to get a, a name. name. Names are important. Names yeah. are very important. <laughs> I'm thinking Weiss advice, but I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah I didn't, I, I, I don't want to take credit now. I think I might've <laughs> came up with that one. Maybe this could be, it was a while back, like a year ago, someone yeah, was yeah. you or someone that Weiss advice. Yeah. And, but then I'm thinking like, that's a little broad, whatever. I just came up with this great, like why real estate? That's my concept right now. Why real estate? So that can have a lot of meanings and, and it can be a lot. You so can really, yeah. You it's more focused. Um, Focus on real estate, but at the same time, it can be more broad. Weiss advice could be really open to anything not real estate related, which is, mm-hmm. which is kind of why I, I like that angle to it. And that's a good angle to have, I think, because as the show continues to grow, you, you might find yourself in a position where you do kind of want to change up the theme. And by keeping it open from the beginning, it just it gives you that opportunity instead of having to figure out how to rebrand. So, exactly, exactly. And then again, you already have the following. <clears throat> so it's kind of just like, in a way, it's kind of just like the Yona Weiss show. There's plenty exactly. of people that are going to want to hear it. So. so it could just be that, the Yona Weiss show. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll subscribe. That's extremely, uh, you know, open-ended, right? Yeah. So, okay, so that's good. What didn't we cover about podcasting? You know, good experiences, bad experiences. Um, you know, you did speak about yeah. you know, some things at the beginning that you did that you changed. Yeah, a couple of things, and then I do I do got to get going. Um, but one is zoning in on a length of the show. Um, I find that people really like the ten to twenty minute episodes. Mm-hmm. At the same time, uh, Hunter Thompson's show is anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour. And all I ever hear with our production of that show from, from our listeners is just, wow, like how detailed, how great, just how much they love the show. And it's a longer one. So it comes down to your preference there. And then um, what was the other thing? Oh, I've just found it easier to keep the interview as conversational as possible. I used to stick to like the same 10 questions, for example, every time for the first, uh, 
I don't know, 20 episodes. And then actually I had Reed Goosens on my show and he told me how he used to do that. And then he just got to a point where he was like, we're just going to have a chat. <laughs> right. And um, then you can, I mean, you, I have a couple questions that are the same at the beginning and you know, the three that I do at the end, but outside of that, it's just a conversation. More conversational. And I think that's more organic and people relate to it a lot more. So I, right. I, I feel that uh, very strongly as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there okay. we go. I'm and definitely, you, uh, you definitely got to get me this, this video because it, it is truly a value add video. Yeah. There's a lot of information jam packed here. And I think this is, probably going to be, you know, one of my episodes, <laughs> how <laughs> yeah, to create a podcast with, with Adam Carswell. Honored. I'm honored. Um, okay. Two more questions before you got to go, just cause these are other questions that are involved. Um, we did mention about the Adobe premiere, the audacity garage band, different ways to, um, and it, to, to create it, to edit it. Um, do you have, you know, you have an intro or an outro. Do you record that um, yourself or do you get like use Fiverr or, you know, outsourcing for any type of, you know, any mm-hmm. stuff like that? Like what, what, what would you recommend? I probably would recommend using <clears throat> Fiverr, Upwork or, or something like that to get the intro, outro music. What I was able to do is um, I just happened to have some friends from high school that made, what's the right kind of word? I guess like orchestra, orchestra, orchestral mm-hmm. music and or I even call it like epic music. Cause it's like the gladiator <laughs> type of music. Right. But so I just asked them like, Hey guys, can I, can I use this for my show? And they're like, yeah. And I, I have a, my intro script is all pre-recorded, So it's the same intro, relatively the same outro every show with the music playing over it. And, and it, uh, is pre-re- it is pre-recorded or is it on the show itself? Do you do that? It's pre-recorded. So if, if I'm interviewing you, you're not going to be able to hear it. Even when I do, I always tell people, because I have the, uh, the next level chamber sound effect. Right. And you don't, if I was interviewing you right now, you wouldn't hear it. But when I go back and edit it, that's when it comes in. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there's one more question, because I, I know this is going to be a really good one. I know you mentioned like you have a scheduling thing, right? So you have this schedule. And it is very important to, to keep that. And obviously you can be fluid sometimes um, open to that. Like if someone can't make a certain time, right. You will really want to have them on. But, and the Facebook live thing I, I think is an opportunity that really gives you more opportunity. But the question I have is, you know, I've seen you do like some stuff. You're at an event or something like that. Right. And mm-hmm. then you, you meet someone there. It's great stuff. You know, it's great content for social media to make a little recording or something like that. Is that something you would do or you would consider doing like an episode of your show or do you keep your show like, so your listeners know what to expect every week, like a conversation or would you, you know, are you open to something like just some random, Hey, you know, I'm at, what's it called show? I've just met so-and-so let's do a quick uh, podcast kind of recording. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that with my uh, weekly updates. So if you go back through probably the past two or three months of my weekly updates, I can't remember which ones, but um, sometimes I've just been on the fly. For example, my, one of my friends is like, yo, what are you going to get me on, on your podcast? Is like one of my buddies from high school. Right. And I was like, okay, if you're going to joke around with me like that right now, <laughs> let's do it. Let's go. We're going live right now. He's like, oh, well, I was like, yeah, let's go. So um, I'll do stuff like that sometimes. And uh, what else? What else came to mind just now? 
Um, oh, for the first time, episode 81, uh, 82 just came out today. So episode 81 of Dream Chasers, I was at a restaurant um, because the way that just the way scheduling worked with me and the guest, I was kind of just like, I got to do it this way. So there was like a little bit of background noise and stuff, but I told the listeners at the beginning, like, Hey, this is the first time we've ever recorded outside of the studio. Buckle up. <laughs> so um, there's ways to get creative and, and keep it consistent, but that's, that's how I, if I ever do record outside of the studio, that's how I do it. Got it. Okay. Amazing. I just use, I just use uh, the iPhone has the voice voice memo app. I'm sure there's other apps you can use on different phones or whatever. So. Oh, okay. Okay. That's good to know. Um, amazing. Incredible. Adam, I appreciate you taking the time and sharing your, your knowledge and, um, you know, inspiration really. Cause I think this is going to be, this is really what I needed just to get some clear facts and some clear experience from, from someone who's done it, you know, more than just once. Right. Mm -hmm. Someone who's just done it once, it, it doesn't mean as much as someone who produces multiple shows. It, it means a lot more. And, and yeah, it's, it does not seem like something that is going to be too overwhelming, even to do, you know, in a professional way, even to do, you know, the right way, as I would like to call it. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I appreciate that. I think we can look out in the coming weeks for, for the launch. All right. I may say so. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for reaching out and connecting and give me this video because I'm going to do something with it. Yeah. Well, I, and I just thought of one more question, right? Uh -huh. um, Pre-recording, right? Do yep. you, I know you put out two episodes a week, right? So do mm -hmm. you, um, do you pre-record and if so, uh, how much in advance? And obviously you need the time to edit, but you know, do you record a number of episodes? I know like Joe Fairless, for example, he does a daily podcast and he does them all in one day. Right. He records right. like, you know, for 10 hours, he just records back to back to back to back to back episodes. And then he's got a whole bank full of episodes in the pipeline getting edited and, and, and being pushed out. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely pre-record my interviews, but I don't have like a 10 hour block, for example, where I just do them all. It's more to the schedule for recording is pretty flexible in favor of the, the interviewee. So, mm -hmm. and it's fine. I mean, for example, right now I've got six or seven episodes in the pipeline, so I could really not record any interviews for the next month and a half and still be okay. So that's something that you got to just build over time. And mm -hmm. then, uh, what was the other, there's another part to that question. Um, oh, uh, with the weekly updates, between you, me, and everyone listening now, um, I do actually record those on uh, either today, Fridays, and sometimes Saturdays for it scheduled to go live on Monday because using Anchor, you can schedule the release dates of your episodes. So Got it. another thing to remember. Okay, yeah. that is important. Mm. Yep, it's very helpful. Awesome. And release date and time, I assume also, right? Yep. Is there a better date or time to release a podcast? I'm sure there's uh, if you just you know, do a web search on it, yeah, I guess the metrics. I I didn't do any research on it before I did, and I don't really. I would say I don't regret that, just because like the weekly update should come out on a Monday anyway. Um, now I, my other episodes come out on Thursdays. Is that the ideal day for someone to engage in a podcast? I heard Thursdays are actually pretty busy for people, so um, you know, really look into what day you want to have your show come out, but. 
I've kind of just chosen Thursday and stuck with it, and I have no reason to really change it at this point. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Um, and how do we do a Facebook Live? In case I wanted to do one right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we're not going to do it. Don't worry. I got I to gotta go. You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Adam. It has been incredible. I really appreciate you. We'll see you uh, on LinkedIn. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Yona. All right. All right. That was your Next Level Weekly Update for the week of November 11th, 2019. Guys, remember to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook. The podcast is on multiple other platforms, so go ahead. If there's another platform that you use, just type in Dream Chasers and look for the common logo. And also, if you go to my YouTube channel or if you just go to YouTube and you type in Next Level Tracks with an X, you can check out my personal playlist. I add new music to Next Level Tracks as frequently as possible. And if you guys want to rock out with me, that is the best way to get a feel or get an idea of what's running through my head as I'm living life. And lastly, remember to check out my personal brand, my IX brand website, which is ix9.shop. It's super cool. Thank you. And remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level. Next Level.